1: Grammar Girl here. This week, I have a quick and dirty tip about the words sort, kind, and type, and a tidbit about the difference between homophones and homographs. And now on to sort, kind, and type. When you're talking about categories of things, you can use the words sort, kind, and type interchangeably. Squiggly doesn't like this sort of vacation. Squiggly doesn't like this kind of vacation and Squiggly doesn't like this type of vacation. They all mean the same thing. I was curious which phrase is more common, so I searched Google Books, and in both American and British English, kind of is the most popular. Sort of comes next, and type of is the least popular. And I tried a few different phrases to make sure I wasn't muddying up the results with sentences that use kind of and sort of as qualifiers, such as, I kind of like vacations and the results were consistent. Kind of still one. I'll include the chart on the transcript of this article at quickanddirtytips.com so you can see it for yourself. Finally, another common error when using these words is forgetting to make them plural when they follow the word these. It's aardvark likes these kinds of vacations, these sorts of vacations, and these types of vacations. They're plural. And that was your quick and dirty tip. Sort, kind, and type are interchangeable.
0: You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time.
1: Only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages. And you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar? That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. Hey there! If you are a curious person who loves to learn, there's another podcast I think you'll really enjoy. Freakonomics Radio is hosted by bestselling author Stephen Dubner and drives into the hidden side of business, economics, and so much more. He interviews CEOs, historians, and Nobel laureates to explore all kinds of topics, like why using swear words is more important than you think, and the psychology behind why projects are always late. New episodes of Freakonomics Radio are available every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Next, I have a tidbit about homophones and other such words. I've gotten more than one question about them since school started, and Neil Whitman was kind enough to write this next piece. Have you ever had trouble remembering the difference between homophones and homonyms? I have, and as if that's not confusing enough, someone will bring up homographs. I'm going to offer a simplified definition that will make sense to you if you'll just agree with me on one point—that thumbs are a kind of finger. You agree, right? Good. Some etymology will help. The root homo, you may already realize, means same. It's the same Greek root that we find in homogeneous and homosexual— but not Homo sapiens, by the way. That comes from a Latin root meaning human. First, let's tackle homophones. The root phone means sound, as it does in telephone and phonics. So homophones are words that sound the same, such as doe, a deer, a female deer, and dough that you bake into bread. Next, let's do homographs. The root graph means write just as it does in autograph and telegraph. So, homographs are words that are written the same—that is, words that have the same spelling. For example, there's the verb tears, as in squiggly tears the speeding ticket in two, and the noun tears, meaning the salty drops of water that ran down your cheek when you watched the movie Inside Out. They're homographs because they're both spelled T-E-A-R-S. They're spelled the same. Now we can bring in homonyms. The O N Y M root means name. You also hear it in anonymous, which literally means without a name, and of course in the words synonym and antonym. Homonyms are words that have the same name. In other words, they sound the same and they're spelled the same. For example, pen meaning the writing instrument, and pen meaning an enclosure for an animal are homonyms. They have the same pronunciation, pen, and they're both spelled P-E-N. To put it another way, homonyms are both homophones and homographs. You can even illustrate this with a cute little Venn diagram of two overlapping circles. One circle contains homophones, the other circle contains homographs, and the football in the middle contains homonyms. So homophones sound the same, homographs are spelled the same, and homonyms do both. That's all you need to know. And at this point, if you already knew the difference between these three words, you might be saying, now hold on just one minute. Homographs are words that are spelled the same and don't sound the same, and homophones are words that sound the same but aren't spelled the same. This is where my fingers and thumb analogy comes in. Sure, when somebody says, Ow, I cut my finger! You probably figure they cut their pointer, tall man, ring finger, or pinky. That's because if they'd cut their thumb, they'd probably have been more specific and said, Ow, I cut my thumb! Even so, you agree that a thumb is a finger. A special finger, but still a finger. In the same way, it makes more sense to say that pen and pan are special homophones, than to say they're not homophones. And by the same reasoning, it's simpler to think of pen and pen as special homographs than to say they're not homographs. Of course, if you really want to, you can write the definitions of homophone, homonym, and homograph so that there's no overlap. But I suspect that definitions like that are part of the reason for people's confusion. That piece was written by Neil Whitman, who has a Ph.D. in linguistics and blogs at literalminded.wordpress.com. Thanks, Neil. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. That's all. Thanks for listening.